0: Hey, welcome back everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Tomatolito show. And uh I'm going to be bringing you a brief overview of some of the more notable organizations, fighting organizations that that are out there today. Uh the inspiration behind this is of course uh as I got thinking I'm I'm thinking about some of the previous episodes that I put together. Uh one that I did on Bellator MMA as I was a uh, uh, sharing my opinion as to what I think the organization should do uh, and some of the tweaks they should do towards, uh, gaining a larger, uh, audience, uh, and, and getting their things, uh, squared away there. Uh, of course, just an opinion. Who am I, right? Just my two cents. Uh, also I did an episode, of, uh, previewing how, how exciting the landscape within the lightweight division and the UFC is, is starting to, to, uh, to play out and how that's playing out right on the, it, whether Khabib ends up, uh, staying retired, uh, then it's going to be, it's going to be an awesome time in that lightweight division. So, so I do that. The inspiration behind this series was, Hey, no, no biasness here, right. Towards these two organizations and, uh, and not turning a blind eye towards the other organizations that are leaving their mark and, uh, and have left their mark and, and left their stamp on the sport of, of MMA and, uh, and of fighting in general, right? So let's do right by the fight fan, by you, the fight fan. Let's do right by the fight game and let's do justice to these organizations. So the next series of episodes is just going to be a brief overlook, a brief, um, um, not overlook, but overview of uh, these organizations. And uh, today let's start with arguably one of the biggest organizations in the world, either second to the UFC, uh, definitely bigger than Bellator MMA. Of course, Bellator MMA is the second largest in the United States to date, but one championship is arguably either neck and neck with the UFC in the, on the global stage, either neck and neck with the UFC for the one spot, or a close second, but definitely bigger than Bellator MMA on the global stage. And this is one championship that we want to preview today. Um, Of course, what do we know about one championship? Uh, It was established... Uh, in 2011, uh, it originally came out to the market as One FC. Uh, they ended up rebranding themselves years later, and now we know it today as One Championship. Uh, it's a Singapore-based promotion. It normally focuses on mixed martial arts, right? MMA, as we're accustomed to, Muay Thai and kickboxing as well. Um, one of the things that stands out about them is the weight cutting process, right? This is how they're leaving their stamp on the sport of MMA. Um, they're, they're trying to do away. They're trying to abolish the weight cutting. And this is awesome, right? Because they're at the forefront as far as, uh, as this, uh, as this, uh, stipulation or this, uh, this process that they go about, um, implementing guidelines, uh, towards weight cutting, right? So, one of the things that they're really known for is that the strict guidelines as it relates to weight cutting, um, they implement this hydration testing, which is done by way of urine, uh, urine collection, and it tests the solutes in the urine. And therefore, it's, it's trying to basically, by doing away with the weight cutting, my understanding is that they're trying to get the fighters to actually not show up and not step into the octagon, not step in on fight night. In a high, in a dehydrated state. So they're trying to almost get fighters uh, to fight at more of a natural weight, uh, a weight in which they normally walk, walk around at, and um, and that's commendable. The fact that they're trying to change the sport in that fashion. Um, they're testing multiple fighters are tested multiple times uh, for both weight and hydration during fight week, and then if the fighter fails to achieve the adequate levels as they've set their their standards of hydration or weight, then, uh, then it results in additional, uh, testing, which happens the day of the events. So they're on these fighters, um, it's it's commendable like i said i haven't heard of any other organization doing this and definitely not the ufc and uh and if they're able to change uh if they if this if this becomes a bigger thing which i hope it does they'll be able to change the sport of fighting uh and weight cutting uh as it relates to weight cutting forever right and uh, and so we'll start seeing Fighters fight at more of a natural division, uh, as it relates to the weight in which they normally walk out, walk around at on a day-to-day basis versus fighters jumping up and down divisions and, uh, and, and due to the weight cutting and we see them dehydrated. We hear of these stories. I know Khabib was one that comes to mind in the UFC that had previous, uh, weight issues, weight cutting issues, um, And you name it, right? It's been, it's been multiple fighters. Uh, I know there's, there's women fighters also that have gone through it. And, um, it's, it's awesome that, that one championship is doing that. They're leaving their mark on the sport of MMA. Uh, so they've been doing big things since 2011, um, They've held approximately 155 events to date, and they're still not done. They actually have four events uh, left in 2020. December 4th uh, is going to be uh, one that's up up and coming at uh, December 11th. They have another one, December 18th, and to close out 2020, their last event is going to be on Christmas Day, December 25th. Um, they're reaching nearly 150 countries now, and you name it. You, if you're able to tune them in, uh, through TV, uh, in your local listings, check your local listings because you'll be able to watch them on regular TV, um, your, your tablet, computer via apps. Uh, mobile device via apps so check your local listings see how it is that you could catch uh, one championship and uh, you name it they, they've they been attracting a lot of fighters uh, Rich Franklin left the UFC to go work in one of the uh, one, one of the big positions out there I believe he was a vice president for a while Misha Tate also uh, took off uh, after retiring and, and took off to go work with one one championship and you've seen fighters make the jump from UFC over more notably um, Eddie Alvarez Ended up going over there, and uh, Mighty Mouse, right? Demetrius Johnson ended up taking a big contract with one championship. Uh, Sage Northcutt uh, ended up leaving the UFC, and going out there. So the fighting talent over there, the fighters are at a top top level, and you name it. It's if they keep doing big things for MMA and for the fighting for the sport of fighting, um, they're they're gonna they're gonna end up. Eventually, uh, doing away with this weight cutting and, uh, and hopefully becoming an influence to other organizations and, uh, and it becomes adopted by all, all, uh, fighting organizations. So really cool things that they're doing that they're putting together. Check out one championship. I hope I did justice to them. And for you fight fans who are big fans of one championship over, uh, over the UFC or Bellator or any of the other organizations, this one is for you. So I'll keep bringing you guys some more episodes and the next few episodes I'm going to be depicting some of the other, uh, notable organizations, not quite as big as a UFC and one championship, but definitely ones that have been doing, uh, and leaving their own mark and doing their part to leave a, leave a mark and have an effect, uh, in fighting, in the game of fighting or in the fight game, I should say. And, uh, and whether it's MMA or boxing, what have you. So, take care of yourselves, guys. I'll put out some more episodes here for you guys. And let's continue on with this series and do justice by the other organizations. So take care. We'll talk soon.